Animal here. It's Friday, June 30th, and today on Texas Rangers with the Boys, Kevin and I are going to discuss some league matters, including All-Stars. We're also going to talk Rangers All-Stars. We've got a box score from Thursday afternoon, and we're going to preview Friday through Sunday with the Astros. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the Boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the Boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the Boys. We are the Boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day or the last listen or your listen on the way uh, in, in, the, in, in the car to some other state while you're uh, driving a freight truck. We just want to thank you for supporting the show. I'm your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can find me on the socials at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media at TX Rangers WTV. And you can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on our website, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. All one word. And joining me, my co-host, the 300 pound animal, AKA bull. How you doing buddy? And where can they find you on social? Well, I'm uh, I'm doing pretty good. Any day you get to go out to the ball yard like yesterday is a good is a good day. Uh, nice afternoon crowd too yesterday. At the I mean, you know, I've I've been by myself in that ball yard on afternoon uh, games in the past where it was like me and eight yeah. other people. So a uh, good good crowd today. Um, Rangers. We'll talk about what happened later. There's no need to spoil mm. the, the whole show right here in the first couple of minutes because mm, I'm just yeah. telling people right now that uh, my life is okay and that I have social media just like everyone else in the world. And uh, okay. Okay. The, the the first one is uh, Twitter, right? Twitter. I do that one first every yeah. day. Okay, yeah. I'll stop. Yeah, yeah, old Twitter, Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, Manimal Bull, Instagram, Manimal 300. And Facebook and TikTok are both full pro and uh, whatever your favorite platform of the social medias are, boy, we can we can we can connect. Love it, love it. Well, we will get into that Ranger game a little bit later in the closing uh, of the uh, Detroit series, uh, but let's jump around the league a little bit, and we'll segue into some Rangers news here too. Uh, obviously, all the rave right now, or all the news, is the Domingo Herman, right? Herman with the yeah, game. yeah, he, he got a perfecto last night at the Coliseum in Oakland. Uh, it's like it's one of those uh, you, you saw a lot of both ways. Like people were like, "Oh, why can't why did it have to be Domingo Herman?" Because I know he's coming off of a suspension for some uh, domestic violence, so. You know, I, I can understand why people wouldn't want to see him uh, go out there and throw a perfect game. But at the same time, uh, you know, Kenny Rogers pushed a cameraman down and I was still stoked when he threw that perfect game. So whatever, you know, I mean, it's your team. If you're the Yankees, you got to be excited about it. And, you know, I mean, uh, it, you shouldn't be that excited about a perfect game anyways if you're if it's not on your one of your guys on your team throwing it. So. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, my thoughts on yeah. it. Well, I, I think, too, um, you know, I, I think I think it's it's important to realize, like, you, 
playing a, if you play a good baseball game, you have a good game in baseball that has nothing to do with your morality. I don't think those two things uh, are necessarily linear or even the same. So, you know, it, he threw a perfect game, whether you like him or not, whether you cheer for the Yankees or not, whether you wanted him to or not, he threw a perfect game in his baseball news. And uh, well, and, and know, those that, people and that don't pretend that uh, the people that don't want to celebrate it, that's absolutely, you know, okay as well. Right. I mean, you know, yeah, you're absolutely. I don't celebrate it. I don't celebrate I, anything that any uh, other team does besides the Rangers. So yeah, I ain't celebrating it because he's a Yankee, and then like yeah. the added on stuff is just more reason to not like him because he's a Yankee. Yep, yep. Well, let's jump on to a guy we do like, uh, but who is going through a tough stretch right now. Adam Wainwright uh, had a real tough game. Uh, getting, I don't think he did he even get through an inning. Uh, I think he got through an inning and a third or something like that. I think they got him in the second inning, not the first inning. But, okay. uh, you know, he's been getting beat up pretty much every time he goes out there. I saw that, I mean, yeah, he's just having you know, rough rough go after rough go. It wasn't real great uh, the day that he, was, he pitched in Texas, but it wasn't awful either that day. Mm-hmm. But it's gotten progressively – progressively worse and he wasn't very good in London and uh you know Cardinal fans are already frustrated enough and now they're taking their frustration out on a guy that's definitely going to be a St. Louis Hall of Famer and definitely mm-hmm. you know and and the possibility that he's going to be a Hall of Famer that played his whole career in St. Louis and you know, it's just a it's a frustrating scene up there in St. Louis for the fans for the players um you know, I mean, that's that's what happens when you when you go out there and get a guy that you know is a kind of a yes guy for the GM and all of that stuff, and and I think that's happened to St. Louis, and you know we've seen that happen the last, or we saw that for several years here in Texas before they brought Bochi in here. So you know, I mean, St. Louis is just going to make a move that that. Uh, you know that maybe Mosaic, Mosaic doesn't want to Mosliac, whatever his name is up there. That's their GM. I don't really keep mm-hmm. up that much anymore. But he's got to make a decision that's going to be, you know, either bad for him or bad for their coach. And you know, maybe the guys at the top are going to have to make a uh, a decision on Mosliac, right? Mosliac, something like that. Whatever his name is, but they're going to have to make a decision on him and the Cardinals. You know, I mean, I. I know this is planning on Adam Wainwright's last season, but I don't know if he should even make another start right now. Yeah, and, and it, it is what it is, man. Like Adam Wainwright's gonna be a legend. He's a great he's a great ball player and he was a generational guy. And, you know, so he may maybe he doesn't have a good year in his last year, but uh, I don't think it any it in any way taints uh, what was a was a great career. No, no. And that, that coach out there in St. Louis, you know, uh, I think he's we, we've seen this same thing in Texas, uh, just just can't seem to, to not only, you know, pull the right strings as a coach, but also can't seem to catch a break uh, as well. We saw a similar thing happen with Corey Kluber going out and throwing one pitch and being done, you know. So, uh, you know, sometimes when it rains, it pours. But let's talk about some uh, some people that, when it, that, that are having good years this year. Let's get into these uh, all-star uh, and, and we don't have to go over every single All Star. No, well, maybe just kind of point out the the players that we that we you know obviously the Rangers that made it, but we'll get to that second. We'll talk a little bit about what's going on in the NL. 
um, and some of the all-stars that made it there. Obviously, the big, the big vote getter was uh, Ronald Acuna. And by all means, uh, we saw him here. Good Lord. You know, yeah, he absolutely tortured he, us. <laughs> he, he, did his, he did as much damage here in Arlington as, um, as Otani did. Top two so, vote-getters. Yeah, so top both two those guys. owned Arlington this year. Yeah, they, they, both can, they can both be there, and, or they're both going to be there. You knew they were going to be. And uh, okay. uh, yeah, I think some, some familiar faces, Arenado at third. Um, uh, how, about, it free, how about we do this? Was it Freeman at first? Your, yeah, who are your favorite? Who are your top two favorite you know, All-Stars and why? Um, let's see. Uh, give me Acuna out there in right field. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean – he right now he's probably the NL MVP at the halfway point, and barring some sort of injury, I don't see how anything's going to change. He's he's a lot of fun, and you know there's player on the there's team. not many yeah there's not many players better in the league. That, you know, guy that I think's uh, already kind of put together a Hall of Fame career over there at third base, Nolan Arenado. Uh, you know, yeah. I've been a fan of him and admirer of him since he was in in Colorado and and helping that team win back when when you know I mean they were you know via, they were they were a pretty decent team when he was there with with uh, Tulowitzki or not uh, Tulowitzki uh, Trevor Story and DJ yep. LeMahieu and some of those guys so you know the, the, it was uh, uh, so I've been a fan of his for a long time and for him to have kind of a rough go and still kind of get things together to be. You know, uh, 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 yeah. Well, who would you say is the player that you know shocked you? Like, who? What NL player is on the All Star team this year that you didn't see coming? Oh, maybe Arcia at short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I thought there, I thought there were a couple of guys that are having better years than him. Um. Well, yeah, but the number, you know, he's had some good numbers. And the Braves um, are go, out in force because there's lot they're having they're a good team. Good good teams get all stars, <laughs> you know. Absolutely, um, absolutely. So I'm gonna go with my favorite NL player every year until proven otherwise, uh, Mookie Betts. I just and it's it's I mean everything he does everything. I mean he hits, he runs, he plays crazy defense. Um, I, I just, I love the player. Those, he's kind of a ball player and that, and I, you know, I know his numbers are down a little bit, not too bad, but, um, I mean, I think he's still got over 800 ops or almost 900 ops or something like that. But, uh, you know, just an awesome player uh, does everything part of the game. Good. And he's a leader, you know, he's, he's a guy that players want to play with. So him. And then the other guy that I would say that, um, just because I always like to pick the guys that everybody, the, the, the lightning rod players would be our Luis Arias. Is that how you say it? Arias. Yeah. Yeah. Second. Yep. So I think uh, he's another one that I want to see. I want to see him, you know, hit 400 or hang around that and shut up all the analytics, you know, nerds that, that, uh, you know, I just want to see the, 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 the meltdown that it causes, um, for, for having a player like uh, that. And, and even better if he wins the MVP, though he's going to have a hard time uh, winning that over. Yeah, you're, uh, you're not wrong. Uh, over, over uh, what you, you know, Acuna. Uh, but 
but still he's putting together MVP like numbers this year. And I'm, I'm going to go with Arcia too. Uh, just not a player I even had on my, uh, on my, on my radar. Remember he replaced uh, Dansby Swanson, right? Mm-hmm. And to no fanfare whatsoever. And all no, he's really done I... is come out and hit and play well. Yeah, I mean he's been he's been pretty good. Uh, the guys that we didn't talk about, Sean Murphy, a catcher, well deserved. Freddie Freeman at first, uh, oh, definitely yeah. deserved. Uh, Corbin Carroll, who um, will rookie, um, yeah, another rookie. So him and Josh Young, first time maybe ever the two starting mm-hmm. rookies, uh, or it's been a while. And then uh, JD Martinez at DH, and ooh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but those are the those are the other starters that we didn't talk about, and uh, and then we can talk about the AL guys that we uh, that well that we uh, that we aren't going to talk about in the next segment, right? <laughs> of course, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, okay, non Rangers. Let's do it the same way. Non Rangers. Uh, who are your top two favorite AL guys that made it in that aren't Rangers? Well, one of them is uh, Yandy Diaz from Tampa yeah, Bay because yeah. he's having a really, really good season, and I really thought people were ignoring it, so I'm glad to see that people weren't mm-hmm. ignoring it. And then, um, you know... He's dominant. It, it, like he's I, dominant. I, I, I kind of think he'll probably be the starting pitcher as well, but uh, <laughs> Shohei Otani, man, like that guy's so much... I mean, he's just a monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Uh, it, yeah, I'll, I'll. I'll. I second the Yandy. Well, and then also, who's who's on there that you didn't think would make it? Probably the same one of the same guys. Well, uh, yeah, it was Yandy probably or uh, uh, the third baseman, but we're going to talk about him in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I okay. So Yandy Diaz for sure for me. Um, just because I love to see guys that kind of well, and I know, thought I that, love these players, and I thought with Yandy Diaz that the fanfare of Vlad Guerrero being you know mm-hmm. a, more of a name would get that nod, so I was glad to see him make it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I, I he's I think he goes down as my um, my player, like one of my favorite guys, and then also the guy that I didn't think was going to make it, but I did vote for him. Actually, he was one of the guys I voted for. The I other well. guy that. Yeah, and and uh, you know, maybe I'm going to get flack for it because he does maybe have a little bit of a of a checkered past himself. Uh, but we don't have a lot to choose from because the rest of these guys are pretty much all Rangers. But uh, Randy Rosarina, uh, guy with connections to uh, Dallas Garcia, you know, just I, I don't know, man. I, I I like the guy. I I think. You know, he's, he's fun. Kind of, yeah. And he's been—he's kind of one of those guys that had a literally a very hard road to the major leagues. Like, literally had to abandon his—I mean, like his country. Yeah. You know, yeah. and mm-hmm. got, you know, very similar to Adolis Garcia, got a late start, um, and really plays baseball like his life depends on it. And I think that you just love to see that kind of kind of play, and um, you know, it, it, you can see the effect it's having on Tampa Bay. So. Uh, without further ado, man, um, let's talk about these Rangers that made it. Four infielders. Yeah, four, uh, four of the five infielders. Well, you know, and, and it's funny, the first one, uh, Jonah Heim, you know, all I saw was, oh, man, Adley got robbed, Adley got robbed, Adley got robbed. And then you look at the numbers, mm-hmm. and it's like, like, pick yeah. a number, and, like, it's it's – 
it's Jonah Heim that's the better player at that position. And I mean, yep. he may not be as good as Sean Murphy right now, or maybe even Will Smith in, in Los Angeles, but but he's definitely a, a, a better catcher than Adley Rushman, or his season so far has been better than Adley Rushman, because there's no doubt in my yeah. mind that Adley Rushman's going to start some all-star games in his career. He, uh, sure. He's going to. Yeah, he's it's gonna, not a knock on Adley Rushman that, that Jonah Heim has had a better year. You know, no, because like no, he still living where you can't you can't have an opinion without it, without you saying you hate the thing that you don't that you don't agree with. But well, because I mean, Rushman is going to be uh, another catcher on that squad. He's right. he's going. He's I mean, play. he's going to. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna play in the All Star game. He's gonna be there. They're not they're not leaving him off the team because he didn't win the popular vote. You know. Right. I mean, this this isn't for the presidency. Right. No, he he. And, and again, it doesn't mean you hate Adley Rushman because you're happy, but uh, no, Jonah Heim, man, like, has just been. I mean, let's be honest. Like, like we 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 had high hopes, even high expectations for Jonah Heim, but no one, I don't care who you are, saw him having 55 RBIs before the the all-star break and being the, the, the American league all-star representative catcher. I don't care I, well, unless and, you're just uh, a fortune teller or something, but, but he, we knew he was a good player uh, and we knew he was going to be a solid contributor, but I mean, the whole reason they brought in Mitch Garver was to kind of support uh, Jonah Heim and, and take some time cool. off of him and make it where he didn't wear down and all this stuff. And Jonah Heim just can't get off the field because he's just been too good. Well, I don't think. I mean, they brought they brought Mitch Garver here to be the starter. They brought. <laughs> I mean, Jonah Heim. Took, I mean, whenever Mitch Garver went down last year and he couldn't throw a baseball, Jonah Heim took the job and never looked back. Uh, yeah. And he's a better um, player now than probably than, than well. He's got a ways to go, but having a year that that, that Garver's never had. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I'd have to look and look back or whatever. But you know, I mean, we we knew that Garver was going to be on the IL here and there throughout the seasons. That he was going to be here. They were taking a risk. It was a way to unload some talent that they didn't have room for anymore. Basically, um, that that's what that that room was. You know, that was a um, you can never ha- have enough catcher depth, but you can all, you can have too much infield depth whenever you've got Simeon and Seager on the infield. Mm-hmm. So you know Garver for Kiner Falefa, it makes sense for um, it makes sense for the Rangers. Uh, then the Twins go ahead and sign Correa, right? And then they've got they've got a a, a problem with Kiner Falefa. They send him for a catcher because all of a sudden they thought oh man we just got rid of our catcher and mm-hmm. you know so it ended up being a um roundaboutly uh garver for gary sanchez trade <laughs> but uh, um uh, yeah jonah heim back to what we were talking about i don't know how that got to the point but he's he's been terrific this whole season um he was terrific last season before the all-star break so hopefully this continues after the break this year and mm-hmm. but he's been better in the first half than he was last year in the first half. But there were talks of him being an all star last year as well. Um, so I don't know why everybody's surprised that this year at the all star break he's there at the at the top. And then uh, the uh, I think 
the guy that we all just assumed would be the the Rangers starter the, at the beginning of this thing, and then it turned into a, a four guy set. <laughs> but Marcus Simeon was probably the first yeah. guy that we. I mean, I thought he'd probably be the guy that got the nod. I didn't think that it was going to be, you know, four four guys, but. Yeah, I'm glad it was, and Ranger fans got out there and voted, and they had players worth voting for. What about Josh Young, man? I mean, what more can we say about him that we haven't said already? I, I, I mean, good on Josh Young. I think Jose Ramirez is probably the best third baseman in in baseball or in the American League. But you know, to even be the second best third baseman in in the American League at this point in his career. When before this year he hadn't even played, you know, a hundred games in a season at the minor league level. So, you know, I mean, good for Josh Young and and Corey Seager when he's been in the lineup, you can tell why people like the stats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 an all star man. I mean, yeah. him and him and Marcus Simeon have carried uh, the team in 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 certain stretches offensively and even defensively. Um, when they're when they're out there together, so those guys definitely well deserving. And, and again, you know, I was the first. I, I've I'll, I've said it more than one time, and I don't mind saying it again that I was their biggest critic. I was the biggest critic of the signings, but I also said, hey, if they prove me wrong, I'll say it. I'm wrong, you know. And right now, like I said, uh, I was I was Simeon's biggest critic last year, but I'll be the. I'll, but you can you can vouch for me that hey, I, I've been his biggest fan this year and. And uh, that this is, this is, I, I love it. I'm loving what we're seeing and really happy that we got uh, all those Rangers and they probably won't be the last Rangers that uh, make this all-star team. Cause I have a feeling a few pitchers are going to be on there and possibly a couple of guys. Uh, yeah. They got, they got lots of guys that could be there. They've got guys that deserve it. They've got, uh, you know, I mean, Duran and Tavares could, you know, mm-hmm. probably won't be there but, you know, are deserving of the seasons they've put up. I know it's not been uh, as many – or Duran isn't, like, uh, uh, on that, uh, you know, eligible for batting average and all that stuff just yet. Um, but, you know, neither was Seager, and he, he's out there. I mean, you can't, you can't think that he shouldn't be there. I mean, you know, uh, Bobochet's having a good season, and – uh, you know, honestly, I think Toronto kind of did it to themselves by voting in like Whit Merrifield and Matt Chapman and the rest of the U.S. Mm-hmm. is like, dude, we can't have all these Canadian dudes here. And then the, the second choice was <laughs> the Rangers on all these. So they kind of like reap the benefits of like, like, how dare you put Whit Merrifield on the same level as, you know, or Matt Chapman, well, like Jose well, Ramirez should be, you know, I mean – Anyways, I don't know, man. I, I think it, no. I, I think I think in in and I'm maybe making a side point, kind of piggybacking off of what you're saying, but it's an all star game, you know. It's it is supposed. Yes, it's about voting and voting for your favorite players and all that. But at the same time, like you know, as much as I love Rex Grossman, you know, if he's uh, I'm sorry, uh, Robbie Grossman, if he's the starting DH over uh, over Shohei Otani. Like that's not what the All Star Game is supposed to be. <laughs> no, you know, no, so, exactly. So, you know, so uh, the right guys, I believe, uh, are starting, especially when you go through the numbers and, and the fans spoke. And I'm and I'm glad that the fans recognized, uh, even the non Rangers fans recognized the value. You know that these guys are having great seasons. 
And uh, I well, totally about... would have been okay with Boba Shett being the, the oh, uh, starting yeah. shortstop. He's had a great season. Yeah. Heck, dude, he he was here. He just hammered us, man. Yeah, I mean, that's... his power to the opposite field, his power to the uh, right field center, right center gap, the way he, the his power to that gap is just, I mean, it's just, just something you just don't see every day. I mean, he, he just makes it look so easy. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's definitely deserving if he was the one that got that. I definitely agree. Well, um, I'll tell you what, not a lot more news as far as the Rangers go. Rangers are still up six games right now in the American League West from no, well, five, five, five games on Houston and six on Los Angeles. There we go. That's okay. correct. As of right now, right there. Barring, a, uh, oh, I mean, okay. I with, with a total collapse this weekend, Houston could be within one game uh, on Tuesday morning if they win all four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not putting that on my ledger for that to happen, mm-hmm. but but uh, if the if the Astros do come in here and take all four, they could be within a game on Tuesday morning when this uh, when the when the standings come out, but. Uh, um, Ain't happening. Nah, I doubt that they take all four, but you never know. So, um, but that's why they play the games. They don't play the games so me and you can talk about them. They play them so people can watch them. Really, honestly, they don't. There's no, no other reason than that. People will watch them. Has nothing to do with us. But yeah. um, I'll tell you, what with us on July 28th. Uh, Matt War Pro is coming back to Fort Worth, Texas, on the south side of Fort Worth, Texas, at the Southside Preservation Hall for Ultraviolet Dreamers. And uh, it's becoming a pretty good card right there. You've got uh, Dante Smiley and Chris Lyons teaming together because, you know, mm. what's better than having two guys that are really good opponents having, having them team? That's the next, that's the best next step, right? So. So we'll see how uh, Dante and uh, Chris Lyons um, are as a team as they take on Leo Fox and Jay Alexander. Uh, after wrestling Leo Fox last month, I know he uh, he's going to be a tough competitor, and the other guy thinks he's a Terminator, so he's probably tough too. Um, mm, mm. Uh, and then uh, Justin James versus Brick Savage. We've got the uh, four-team eight person intergender tag team match where I'm not going to go into all the names there, but uh, you okay. look them up there on Matt War Pro. They're, it's going to be a fun time. And then uh, in the main event, you've got the big Damo McCullough versus Angel Camacho, 450 pound, just mastodon beast terror. And that's going to be a big mm. match. And uh, hopefully Hopefully, Damo McCullough is a little bit more successful in his first uh, title defense than Brent McKenzie was uh, in May. And, uh, you know, Kelly's is going to be out back. They got them onion burgers, just the best burgers in Fort Worth, Texas. And then Starry's ice cream. It's going to be hot in July. You're going to want to get some of that Starry's ice cream. And, uh, you know, Martin House Brewing, they're going to be there. And if you can prove that you're 21 years old, they're just going to give you beer whole night, whole night. Like, they're not wow. even going to ask any questions. They're just going to – whatever you choose. You want the one that tastes like ice cream? Cool. 
You want the one that tastes like beer? They got that too. So uh, join us Friday, July 28th, Southside Preservation Hall, uh, Fort Worth, Texas, 7 p.m. bell time, Ultraviolet Dreamers. Love it. Love it. Well, you know, let's jump into the uh, final game of the four-game series with the Detroit Tigers. Uh, was not the game we were hoping. I think we we kind of expected the Rangers to pull it together uh, and win those final three games. But, you know, Detroit has been fantastic at uh, in, the, in Arlington, you know, in the new stadium in Globe Life. And uh, you know, they, they found a way to pull out the win against the I Rangers split the series. I think it was eight to five. Yeah, split the series eight to five. Yeah, local, local product Mason Englert, who we talked a lot about Mason Englert in the offseason. I really, truly hoped by this time in the season he'd be back there throwing strikes for AAA Round Rock, but it wasn't to be. And uh, um, he picked up both wins this week in Arlington for the Tigers. Went into the series <laughs> two and two. He's now four and two. Uh, Barlow took the loss. Barlow couldn't get it out to save his life today. He was atrocious, uh, to say the very least about him. Um, but Bradford was okay. He did have eight Ks. That was pretty impressive. I mean, he he had a good extension on the fastball, and uh, he was getting he was getting outs. Uh, but he did give up a couple of home runs, uh, or he did give the, uh, the one home run to what's that kid that was the uh, um, Torkel Torkelson Torkelson yeah Spencer, Spencer yeah. Torkelson yeah, probably the top who, prospect in the in the Tigers organization. Or he wasn't, yeah, for for sure. Uh, he was the 2020 number one pick overall. So he was, you know, I mean, you, you gotta you gotta have a stud whenever you pick number one overall. And it looks like yeah. he's probably going to be one. And uh, you know, he struggled a little bit, but did we just mention that he was drafted in 2020? So um, he's yeah. he's a young kid, and he's got uh, he's got time to get things together. But he was the killer today. He, he hit the solo job on Cody Bradford. Uh, there was also what a, there was a time there that they got a ball into the gap uh, in the I think the second inning we had Marisnik tripled into the gap and Tavares just couldn't quite get there uh, and then uh, Veerling uh, followed that up to score Marisnik and. And then other than that, it was just the home run. The Rangers, I mean, they got a couple of home runs from Duran and Tavares. That ball Tavares hit like 424 feet with 110 off the bat, something like that. It was, it was out of control. And um, But they just, uh, you know, they couldn't shut him down in the seventh. Um, I want to say that uh, – um, was it – was it, uh, uh, yeah, Barlow? Just he just couldn't get anybody out. That was really the big killer. Well, you had Barlow. And, I'm and, looking at the stats here. You got King John King gave up yeah, four well, runs in two innings. Yeah, but I mean, well, so there wasn't. Tough. Yeah, the sec that second inning of work, uh, Barlow didn't get anybody out. King came out, got everybody out in five in five pitches. <laughs> And got a, basically a strikeout and a ground ball double play right there together, and got out of the thing without giving up any more than just the one run. And uh, um, then when he came out in the second inning, uh, put a couple of guys on base, and then uh, 
gave up the three-run home run, and we all know the three-run home run is the most game-changing, uh, momentum-shifting play in baseball. And you end up, mm-hmm. you know, the next thing you know, it's eight to three, and the Rangers score a couple in the ninth. But um, you know, they had the tying run at the plate and Adolis Garcia. But it just, you know, you didn't, you, you never really felt it. I mean, you're starting to feel mm-hmm. it with Jankowski's walk, and then. Uh, you know, low sacrifice fly didn't do a whole lot for you, you know, and uh, and I don't know, I just did it, it never really felt like it was going to be the day that they did that, but again, that you know, never say die, they they played all the way through it and put some put put enough runners on base to make it interesting for sure, yeah. Yeah, and and Zeke Duran right now three twenty six with a nine thirty four, three OPS. home runs. Yeah, he's hit uh, homers in three, three straight days as well. And uh, you know he's he's putting it together, and uh, him and Tavares are really having really nice seasons there at the bottom of that lineup. And uh, you know they were hitting higher in the lineup today than than normal. But uh, yeah, uh, but anyway, I'm, you know John King. They had spores warming up, but they decided to stick with King, and I don't, I don't blame them. You've got Houston coming to town right behind this, and uh, you know you you want to be fresh and ready to play for Houston. And uh, guys had days off today, and and you know, rightfully so, they've earned them. And they've had a long stretch here where they haven't had days off, and and they still got a long stretch to go before they get a day off. Yeah, yeah, they're not getting any. They're not getting any till the All Star break. So, um, you know, so Rangers doing what they can. Uh, to try to get rest uh, when they can, and and really, you know, they're 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 protecting the lead, which I think is is really what you have to do in a situation like this. You, yeah, it'd be great if you can make up two or three more games on Houston, but this Houston series right now is going to be the really the most important series of the entire first half. So they needed to be ready for that. So they relied on some of their young guys. Well, and, and it's uh, just Cody as Bradford. big, and it's just as big for Houston and. Uh, as it is for Texas right now, too. Yep. And, you know, they relied on their young guys, uh, Cody Bradford being one of them. And, you know, we we, we saw Cody Bradford uh, coming from a mile away. You know why? Because we keep up with our with the minor league system of the Rangers. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah, and, and that's uh, what we do on our uh, on our second show, which is our exclusive content. And, called- and trust me. Go ahead. If mm-hmm. you've got a .99 ERA – at Round Rock, mm-hmm. we're talking about you. That's right. That's right. And we talk about you down on our show, down on the farm with the boys. Uh, just for $1.99, you can get uh, all the news on the Arizona Arizona uh, Complex League, the Dominican Summer League, uh, A-ball, AA, AAA, a lot of, lot of stuff going on. And, and, again, you wouldn't have been surprised to buy Cody Bradford, Zeke Duran, Leota Tavares, none of these guys, or, or Josh Young, or any of the other guys that, you know, Alex Spees that you might uh, get a chance to see. So, again, or uh, uh, Grant Anderson, you wouldn't be surprised because you didn't know these guys' names because you've been listening to Down the Farm with the Boys. So, $1.99 a month, uh, and you can make our podcast your one-stop shop for all things Rangers. So, go to our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Subscribe. There it is. And subscribe today. All right. Well, let's preview this series coming up against Houston and uh, and get ready to get ready for 
for the showdown. Um, so uh, it's a it's a weird wraparound series, right? It's a Friday through Monday. Yeah, it's an interesting yeah, rolling right Gray. In. Yeah, John Gray. John Gray is the stopper. And he's got uh, the stopper role right now. He's gonna he's gonna be up against a Ronel Blanco, who's a six foot, hundred and eighty pound right hander. And uh, you know he's he's pitched a little bit out of the bullpen this year, and uh, you know he's starting to make some starts for him over the last uh, what three or four weeks uh, while they've been having their injuries with their starting pitching, and um, you know uh, been pretty decent, but uh, you know he's gotten roughed up a little bit in certain spots, uh, and his his starts have not been. Not particularly good or bad, really. So, um, you know, we'll just kind of see. He's given up a couple of runs here and there, but for the most part, not not bad from Ronel Blanco. Yeah, Rangers. Uh, next, they got our. We have our ace going out there with uh, Nathan Eovaldi, and he's going to be taking on uh, one of the best uh, pitchers they've got in Houston in Hunter Brown. Yeah, um, Hunter Brown. He's he's come to Earth since the last time he was in town, though. He was he was he probably had like a one and a half ERA the last time we saw him uh, in April. So he's he's six and four, three sixty two ERA. Uh, still a young guy, still a rookie, I believe. And you know, he gets he gets strikeouts, and um, you know the Rangers are going to have their hands full with Hunter Brown, but. Uh, you know, they've seen him now a couple of times, so it's not going to be the first time that they've ever seen him. And uh, they're going to probably be pretty familiar with him. And the Rangers are, uh, they've got they've got the general coming out. Evaldi making mm-hmm. sure that the, you know, when John Gray stops the bleeding, he's right there to, to pick him back up and, uh, and and give him another, another one. Yeah, and then finally, um Andrew Heaney somehow somehow Heaney ended up in the the number three slot, and again probably just because of uh, you know the the positioning. The, yeah, they, I well, mean, yeah, they, the mastermind that is uh, the mastermind that is Bruce Bochy. Uh, that somehow we ended up here with Andrew Heaney coming right after Eovaldi, and then he's gonna. You're guessing here that he's gonna be taking on Framber Valdez. Well, that would be my guess because of, uh, he pitched that first game in St. Louis, so that that would be five days. Um, so uh, that would be my guess, but uh, no guarantees. Uh, they they've been kind of running a six man rotation, so uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure just yet what they're going to roll out there, uh, because they don't have anybody uh, set up for the July third game against Martin Perez either. So we'll just see what. Uh, what Dusty Baker and, and his crew do, do there. But uh, we'll be back to talk about that on Monday. And who knows, this is a big series. We may pop on this weekend and talk some baseball. Yeah, yeah, There's there, this is a big series. So uh, we're super excited and, and really just eager to see what the Rangers can do. I think we're ready to, ready to roll out of here. Um, am I correct on that? Yeah, well, I got nothing left. This is a weekend too, right? We're 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 out yeah. of here till Monday. Yeah, yeah. Unless we decide to pop on this weekend. Okay. Well, you know what? Thanks everybody for tuning in this week. Uh, it's been a blast. Uh, you know, always have fun talking Rangers. Have fun hanging out with you guys. Um, and don't forget to check us out on social media. That's going to be TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. 
All one words. And don't forget to subscribe to our exclusive content down on the farm with the boys where we cover all things minor league. And don't forget to uh, check us out uh, on your favorite podcasting platform, Spotify, iTunes, uh, Amazon Music, Google, iHeartRadio, Pod Blast or Pod Zone or Pod This or whatever. We're all, all of them. It. Just all of yeah, them. Get all on that. all yeah, of them. And whatever, whatever one you want to listen to us on, we're going to be there. So this is Texas Rangers with the boys, and we are signing out for the weekend.